good okay <laughs> good evening good evening this is oh nothing came on okay here we go here we go we have at least um i heard that it was recording so yes so good evening to you beloved good evening good evening good evening so this is speak life radio i'll go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in christ rachel carlene renee a servant and daughter of the most high god lord and king welcome to speak life beloved praying all is well with you praying all is well with you yes hmm Today is March 26, 2023. Okay. So we have five days left in March. Next day, I tell you, it's going to be watch night. Keep playing. So, yes. And, and I mean, God is really doing stuff because he said the days will be shortened for the very elect's sake. That's one thing. And then we have these severe weather things going on. It's, you know, get your house in order. Basically, it's it's just get your house in order. Get your house in order. Get your relationship with God in order. No man knows the day nor the time, but when we start to see things, we should, you know, pay attention. And there was a prophecy that God sent to me years ago and is coming forth. And I don't know where it is written because it's in one of my notebooks that's put away. And so even this thing with Iran is, is not a surprise to me because it's in the scriptures. It's in the scriptures. So, you know, it is what it is. And it's, instead of being afraid, so I don't watch a lot of things, so I don't get it all wrapped up in my spirit, but, um, Instead of being afraid, get the knowledge of God. Because he said his people perish due to the lack of knowledge. Or Let me see. And so we have to do what the words say. And that's the study to show ourselves and to get ourselves in order. Yeah, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. Uh, we don't really know what to expect and what to do because it's not all of us. It's those that just don't take the time and things are manifesting quickly. You know, it's just, it's it's like, wow, it's really coming to pass. But that's not what I can't talk about, I don't think. So I'm lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting you and your whole household, beloved, I am lifting the kingdom family worldwide. That was a little warm, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I just said, you know, it's okay. So I am lifting the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those strutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered. And even Warren, lifting them, lifting up their families, all of our communities, wherever we may find ourselves in the name of Jesus, no matter what, 
no matter what, lift up other people around us. Because see, when we lift each other, then there's really no room for somebody not to be lifted up. And and these people, the people worldwide, worldwide are our neighbors, okay? They're our neighbors. So I'm supposed to love my neighbors. I love myself. So if I'm going to lift myself up, if I'm going to lift my family up, how am I saying I love you and don't lift you up? Even my enemies, you pray for them. You pray. You pray for people because it does not yet appear. And God tore me up yesterday with that. It does not yet. Oh, it might have been this morning with this word. It does not yet appear. So, yeah. So I'm lifting up children worldwide, the entire body worldwide, travel mercy, land, sea, and ground, train tracks everywhere in the name of Jesus. So Father, we come to you, Lord. I'm grateful for this speak life, Lord. I need your strength, though. I need your strength, Lord. I need your strength. And I thank you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for what you're doing, what you have done, and what you will do. I thank you for speaking. I thank you for sending this forth, Lord God. I thank you for being in the midst. In the name of Jesus said, with two or three come touching and agreeing, you'll be in the midst. So I agree with you, Daddy. High five. And so I know you're in the midst of this. In the name of Jesus. And I thank you and I give you all the honor and glory and praise, Lord God. Come on in. You are invited. I acknowledge you as Lord of my whole being and everything within my life. And, and therefore, and, and even with my brothers and sisters, I pray. I pray you bind up everything in spirit and in flesh that is contrary and don't want your word to go forth. Father, I pray that it is done through me in excellency, Lord God, and that you speak so clearly and plainly through this vessel, whether I'm tired, whether I'm broken, whatever the case may be, I am willing in Jesus' name. So good evening. Good evening. So what I came to talk about, and then there was Jetha. And then there was Jetha. Listen, Jetha, man, the Lord really took care of me with Jetha. I was just, oh, wretched woman I am with Jetha. Jetha had me in a chokehold because God used Jetha to correct me. Okay. To correct me and then to show me how me and Jeff, they got more in common, you know, then. And so it feels good to be corrected by the Lord. But it doesn't feel good to be corrected by the Lord. It feels good to be corrected by the Lord, but it doesn't feel good to be corrected by the Lord. Because no chastening feels good. But to know, for me, to know that he, he is correcting me. That's what make me feel good about it. Like God is chasing me. My Lord, he is doing something. He's not just going to let me stay the way that I am. So even though it scares my spirit, it really does. It's just like, oh, wow, the Lord is chasing me. Correct me, daddy. But yes, yeah, so, and then there was Jethro. And then it was Jethro. I'm not sure how many people know about Jethro. Uh, I'm sure a lot have because it's in the Bible. And so, or he's in the Bible. But there was a few things that caught me with Jethro. Um, it's one thing, and it's, it's probably in so many different places, but 
I never saw it before. So we're going into the book of Judges, verse 1. It says, now Jethet the Giladite was a mighty man of valor. I haven't read a lot of where it says the person was. I I don't, well, I guess I have he, the son of so-and-so, the son of so-and-so. But God was specific with Jethet because, and, okay. Lord, let me see whatever it is I need, I need to see because I don't know, you know, I know, I know how men speak life go. Because all of a sudden my eye. I, I've been here yesterday, today, nothing going on with my eye. Now, you know, Lord, let me see clearly. It says, now, Jethet the Giladite was a mighty man of valor. And he was. You see that? Um, the son of a harlot. And Gilead begot Jethet. So Gilead begot Jethet. That was a spiritual birth. He might have had he might have been the son of a harlot, but it was a spiritual birth because he was begotten. He was begotten. Okay, I'm just gonna ignore you. And Gilead's wife bare him sons. Now see, Jethet is begotten, but the other ones, it says Gilead wife bare him. Sons, they weren't they weren't forgotten. Matter of fact, we don't even get their names. Don't even know the names of Jethet brothers. Don't know the name of his stepmama. Don't know the name of his mother. But him and his father are named. Him and his father are named. Okay, so because his father is Gilead. His father is Gilead. Gilead is also one of the countries or, or names of a country or something. But it says Gilead wife bear him sons and his wife's sons. It don't say in Gilead other sons. It does not say that. It says in his wife's sons grew up and they thrust out. They forcefully cast out Jethet and said unto him, you shall not inherit in our father's house. Now, how it appears to be written, but it may not be. Jephthah was first. But due to fact, he wasn't, he, he's the wife of the bondwoman. That's what the Bible says. Just like Hagar and, and Ishmael. Mm -hmm. But it says, but Jephthah is named and they're not. So it says, you shall not inherit in our father's house, for you are the son of a strange woman. So that's like even a doctrine. A strange woman is, through, is in the first eight, uh, nine books of uh, Proverbs, the strange woman. Mm -hmm. So it says, then Jethro fled from his brethren and dwelt in the land of Tob. And there were gathered vain, vain men. Now, if you look up the word vain, it's like worthless, wasted, vain men. Vain men. I mean, God is, is, is talking to me. Okay. 
um, vain. God is so marvelous. It's like God is so much. Okay, vain, trouble, wickedness, vanity, to be worthless, emptiness, okay? Um, to lie, to deceive, to be hollow, be foolish, breathe word, life, spirit. That's a spirit. Emptiness, ineffective, ineffectually. Ruin, gall, which is bitter, idolatry, language or speech, untruth, my Lord, formless, freely, without reason or effect, self-conceited, useless, fruitless, or fruitless discussion. Okay, wait. Hmm. No purpose, meaningless talk, mischievous talker, profitless, fruitful and idle, idolatrous, in vain. Okay, so it says, and they're gathered, vain men, to Jephthah and went out with him. Okay. And it came to pass in the process of time. Now, this was what I, this is how I got into Judges 11 this morning because I woke up thinking about the process of time. The process of time, because I got taught last night too. I just been getting spankings lately, but I know it's to get me prepared, and I'm so excited. It, but it says I was I was thinking I awaken with the process of time early this morning, and it does not yet appear. So the process of time. So if you don't know about Jethet, right? Right now it does not yet appear what is who he's actually going to turn out to be because he is thrust out you you hear all that he goes through from his family and this is how i could relate to to jephthah this is what god was showing me so the the thing is what what catches you in the beginning or or can or should is how he's described by god okay now, Jethet, the Giladite, was a mighty man, a valor. Man, when I hear that, you know, <laughs> he was a mighty man of valor. He wasn't weak. He was mighty. And at this point, he is known as a mighty man of valor, at least to the Lord. He's a mighty man of valor. But it's not just the Lord that knows he's a mighty man of valor. So when we are, as we are known, we will know Christ as he is and as we are known. And so when we don't know, let me tell you, other people know. Other, other people know. 
1 Corinthians 13. 1 Corinthians 13, have your way, Lord. 1 Corinthians 13. Um, okay. Verse 9. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which, when that, the word, which the word is perfect is come, then that which the word is in part shall be done away. Wait a minute, let me see. But when that, the word, which the word is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. Okay. When I was a child, which is in part, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. When we are thinking as a child, we're thinking in part. But when I became a man, it's the manifestation of the adult. I put away childish things because now instead of doing things in part with lack of understanding, uh, through the process of becoming an adult, we shouldn't no longer be doing childish things. We shouldn't be doing things as a child. Now, it's it's double fold because we must become as children in Christ Jesus, but we shouldn't be going through life thinking as like a natural child, okay? So it says, for now we see through a glass darkly, Okay? But then face to face, okay? Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. So even as an adult, we only know what God allows us to know, okay? But as an adult, we shouldn't, in the natural, we shouldn't still be thinking on the level of a child. Now, sometimes it happens. Not everybody mature and not everybody mature the same way at the same speed, you know, or at all. But there should be a growth physically, a growth men uh, mentally, a growth uh, emotionally, and a growth spiritually. There should be a growth as we grow. Even as we grow in Christ, we come in as a babe. We should not be through our entire walk at the stage of a babe. We shouldn't be there. There should be some growth. Okay, but anyway, it says, but then shall I know even as I am known. So spiritually, we are known. Even with opposite spirits, even with, with you know, opposite, opposite spirits of people, people with the same spirit. A lot of times people can see what is in us or what God has his glory upon us. And so they can see it. Just like a lot of times we know when we didn't run into a, an anointed person. A lot of times we know 
We know. I mean, if you don't understand what the anointing means, you still know you've run into. I mean, I remember, you know, when you didn't run into a church person or whatever the case, that's what they call it. People go church, church people. And or those religious people, a lot of people who call it religion and, 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 and all of that. But it is known. So Jephthah is described not just as a man of valor, but a mighty man. That is something. And it says, um, verse 4, and it came to pass in the process of time that the children of Ammon, those lot kids, I tell you, made war against Israel. They made war. There was no reason to the war. They made it, okay? People still making war. Them, them lot kids still doing the same thing. It says, and it was so, amen, It was, and it was so that when the children of Ammon made war, against Israel, the elders of Gilead. Now, it seemed like it's the place now and not the father. Because the father name is Gilead, but the place, there's a place also named Gilead. It says, um, the elders of Gilead went to fetch Jether out of the land of Tob. So, you didn't thrust him out. You done told the man he's not going to hear it, nothing. But stuff happening to you. And so now you realize the one person that can help you, we didn't cast him out. Or we didn't cast her out. And we, 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 our life on the line. Our life on the line. Get that person that be praying. Get that person that be uh, always talking about that oil. Get that person that be talking about they they hear from the Lord because we need we need some help around here. He's he's valor. He's mighty. So you already knew that, and that could be the case of why they threw Jethet out. Sometimes you getting thrown out because of okay. It's just like a you're on your job and you might be one of the top people on your job. But you never get the, the raise. You never get the promotion. You're the first person they let go. And you you thinking, well, I'm doing all this work and and I'm I'm the top of of my department or position, and yet they they threw me out. And and it's hard to understand, but it's because they see your work and they see your work ethics. And sometimes People think you're going to take their position. And sometimes people think they're going to have to soon pay you more money or whatever the case may be. Sometimes you become a dangerous threat. You become a threat to somebody somewhere. Somebody somewhere is threatened by what they see. And so they do it sometimes very ugly, even if they got to push you to leave. They do it ugly. Sometimes it's so blatant, they just do it ugly. And, and we have to, a lot of times, we don't even know who we are. We can't see what God is doing. And so it says, uh, verse 6, And they said unto Jethic, Come and be our captain, that we may fight with the children of Ammon. Now, wait a minute. Come be your captain. 
So you want me to get in, on the front line. You want me to be in the front to help save you. After I'm I'm out here with with my with my men, my brothers out here, they they accepted me for who I am. I I they accepted me. They they came to me. They they didn't even it don't even say what the men say, rather they question them. They it says here, it says, then Jephthah fled from his brothers and dwelt in the land of Tob, and there were gathered vain men to Jephthah. You know, it, it, and, and went out with him. They didn't care. They didn't care. Seem all right to me. Let's let's go out with him. But have you shrunk down not not being able to walk in what you're supposed to walk in. You went from this to just being desperate and taking that. Or or God put you around this so you can help teach them how to become that, how to become hired, how, how to not be worthless. You might have to be the person that go through it to teach them how to grow, to teach them how to become valor to teach them how to become mighty, to teach them how to read scripture, to teach them how to read. You don't know there's a reason why you're placed around the people that you're placed around. Now, sometimes we make the choice. And if he's made the choice, this is his option. You know, this make me think about something. I, I, I have been praying even before I left uh, where I was living. And I started declaring certain things. And so in this season, I started, because uh, you know how you're waiting for stuff to manifest. And sometimes you go and you be like, Sarah, lay with my, uh, I'm going to give you my Egyptian to be your wife. And then later on, you like, let the Lord judge between me and you because she's doing this and she's doing that. So it's like, I saw the God, the Lord revealed to me how due to the fact that it's not manifesting at the pace I would like it to manifest or, or I think it should already be done. I'm starting to accept down here instead of being where God already said. So I'm willing to shrink down and just fit someplace and just go someplace. But that's not what God said. And, and, and that's not what I'm praying for. That's not what I prayed for. So if I know God hear my prayer and I know I have the petition of my of my prayer, why am I going to go lower so I can just go? And sometimes that's what we do. Jephthah could have went anywhere, possibly. Why did he decide to go there? Running from his brothers. Because the, the word, when you look at the wording, it says inherit. So they father they father got something to give because it says inherit. I just saw that. So it says, verse seven. And Jephthah said unto the elders of Gilead. Now these are the elders. So it it, it lets you know Jephthah have some type of credibility because it's not just the people; it's the elders. The elders know him. Mm. Yeah, this word. Uh -huh. And Jephthah said unto the elders of Gilead, did not you hate me? I was, I was at that position without a title. 
and then you hate me. I I, I love this about Jethro because he just say, well, no, he's like, hey, uh-uh, wait a minute. Didn't you hate me? Therefore, um, it says, did not you hate me and expelled me out of my father's house? This is, this is for me, every time I hear this, it's a church. Somebody, not just me, but somebody's been expel, expelled. Somebody wasn't wanted in their house of worship. Maybe people thought you was going to be positioned in something. I, I, I know that's uh, sometimes appear for me. When I, this word had me in a, in a hold this morning, but is it that somebody believes or people because it says elders that you should be being promoted by God in a higher position than what you're in? You might not even be looking for a position. It's your father's house. In the Lord's house, that's our father's house. Mm-hmm. Harlot can be some other type of teaching. That's why they said strange woman. A harlot could be some other teaching, somebody that's cheating on God. That's a harlot. Anybody that's not, you know, they out doing something else than worshiping Jesus. They might be doing stones and that dirt and all kind of and, 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 and cards and tarot cards. And, and they might be doing something else other than the sound doctrine of Jesus Christ. And that's why they're called a harlot, because that's what a harlot is. A harlot is like a a street woman, a prostitute or something, but it's it's somebody that is is a harlot. Let's see the best way they can. Let's see what strongs how I'm trying to think of a right way to put this, you know, but it's it's you know, I'm trying. A harlot commit adultery. That's what a harlot. That's the first that it's a harlot. Sacred female prostitute. So sacred. Wait a minute. Uh, an idolater. They're into some type of idolatry. They're into some type of idolatry. They're worshiping something other than the Lord. And they're considered a harlot because that's what a harlot does. Um, so, but sacred. Only got a few more minutes, but sacred. Let, let's 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 deal with this thing right here, because she is doing something, and that's why the wife, because the wife is a church. So this person into something else. This this his mother is into something else. She's not, you know, she's not part of the the bride. Jetha got her through, got, um, uh, Gilead got Jetha through something else. It says the temple prostitute. Separation aspect, these two individuals totally separate to extreme. Uh, separate to the extreme from God instead of him alone. Their worship, she, she worships something else other than she's not devoted. She 
She's not devoted to God. And a lot of us are into these different things these 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 days and talking about we Christian, but we doing this too. Talking about we Christian, but we got all kind of false God statues around us. And and all kind of of um statues and idolatrous things, zodiac, all kind of stuff. This this mother was into something different. And in the ones that's in the house of God or of the of Mary kicked kicked Jephthah out. Yeah. The bond woman, as I said in the beginning, she's she's a bond. She's like Hagar. So it says, oh, I ain't gonna have time. Did not you hate me and expel me out of my father's house? And why are you come unto me now when you are in distress? Jether is almost like a convert, not one. He might have been in another faith or the mother was another faith based or something, something not dedicated to the Lord. And but. But he was begotten. He was still begotten. He still was a spiritual birth. He gets in through his father. He gets in through his father, who his father is and who his father con connected to. I don't have time. I know because the the little announcement thing came on. But I, I wanted to get to a point, but maybe this is the point. Like when we are when we are joining with people that's into other things and they are producing things in our life. And now we are connected and yoked to somebody that is doing something else. Um, Cause Gilead, I believe is some part of Israel because see, Jethet is one of the judges of Israel. So his birthright comes through because of his dad. His dad has to be of Israel, uh, a region east of Jordan. Yeah, also the name of three Israelites. But he might have been in another faith or messing with another faith before he, he so it, it goes that way. But it says, um, and why are you come now that you're in distress? And the elders of Gilead said unto Jephthah, therefore we turn again to you now that you may go with us and fight against the children of Ammon and be our head over all the inhabitants of Gilead, regardless of what, okay? If he have accepted his father's house, then he's the child of his father. And all of us come out of something. Even those that grew up in the faith, we still have to be healed and delivered from something. For there's a lot of converts in the in the body. They didn't start out in the house of God. I was a new convert just because I was in the middle. You know, my family were Christians, but I was not practicing that lifestyle. And so, no, I was still a child of God, just not knowing who I am. It's so much to Jethet. I mean, he, he's one of the saddest stories in the Bible. Judges 11, go read it for yourself. The thing about Jethet, 
is he allowed the people to put him in position that God had not put him in. He did not go before God. He did not go before God. And Jephthah said unto the elders of Gilead, if you bring me home again to fight against the children of Amon and the Lord deliver them before me, I shall be your head. It goes on to say, though, and the, the, the elders of Gilead said unto Jether, the Lord be witness between us if we do not as uh, do not so according to your words. Then Jether went with the elders of Gilead and the people made him head and captain over them. And Jether uttered all his words before the Lord in Mespah. He didn't, he didn't rely on the Lord with this. He allowed the people to put him in. He's already a mighty man of valor in the sight of God, but he didn't wait on the Lord. He did not seek the Lord. And sometimes that's what we're doing. We're making these decisions because people see who we are, but we don't seek the Lord if that's our position over this group of people. Over this group of people, he might have needed to stay with the other men because they got to, to see and they got to learn from him unless he became like them. So wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Just because they need you don't mean you're supposed to go. So I send the word of God to the people of God. My Lord, I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Just because you're invited don't mean you're supposed to go. That's for me. Y'all have the most awesome and blessed week in the mighty and beautiful name of Jesus. Peace.